0: what's going on everybody welcome back to another episode of the redefine education podcast where we create solutions with black males and education to redefine education in the classroom (laughs) i'm xavier williams and if this is your first time to the podcast welcome if you're a returning guest i'm glad you're back Uh, we've had some amazing people on the podcast so far and i hope that you're truly enjoying the content that is being shared Uh, But don't just enjoy it for yourself. Share it with those that are around you. Share with a future educator, a current educator, maybe a family member that's looking to get involved in education. Just share the podcast. I'm excited because today's episode focuses on the significance of mentorship. And I've got a great black male educator that I've had the privilege of knowing for a great time of my life who is a great example of what mentorship should look like in the classroom. So we're getting ready to redefine education. We'll be back shortly. What's going on, everybody? Welcome, 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 welcome back! I am so excited to have you here for episode four. If you're new, welcome to the podcast family, and if you're returning, I'm glad to have you back. Uh, my name's Xavier Williams. I am a senior. Uh, music education major with an honors interdisciplinary studies minor at James Madison University, but born and raised in Hampton, Virginia. Listen, uh, I hope you truly have been enjoying these podcast series so far. If you missed out on episode three, you need to go listen to this podcast first, but then you need to go back and listen to. To episode number three with Dr. John Gordon, the third superintendent of Suffolk Public Schools, man, what an amazing black male educator. And we talked about the achievement gap. So go and listen to that podcast uh, for that great wisdom that was just shared um, on episode three. But you're listening to episode four. And man, I'm excited because I have a phenomenal black male educator who is with me today. Uh, His name is Dr. Daryl Crosby. Dr. Crosby, welcome to the
1: podcast, sir. Hey, what's going on, Xavier, man? Uh, Thank you. Thank you for allowing me to be a part of the podcast, man. I I heard you mention uh, Dr. Gordon's name, and I I haven't met him personally, man, but just, you know, being an educator, you know, I've heard some great things uh, about him. So to even be you know, on on the same platform, you know, um, I'm honored, (laughs) (laughs) you know, (laughs) Dr. Dr.
0: Gordon shared some wisdom with us and, and you will do the same. And, you know, today's podcast is focused on the significance of mentorship. And when I was in the process of putting this together with my um, capstone advisor, Dr. Thomas, Mm -hmm. I said, you know, mentorship is important. Mm -hmm. And I know, and actually, I think your episode was the one that we thought of the In the initial planning phases because I Mm. knew I needed to bring you uh, on this episode and on this podcast because also you were one of the first black male educators that I knew of. Now, we Mm. may not have shared the same space as a a formal teacher to student relationship, but you definitely were a black male educator. I had the opportunity to be in the same space with uh, in different number of situations and times. So. Um, we're talking about something that I know you are an expert in. And before we jump into the significance of mentorship, introduce yourself and, and, you know, share a little bit about who you are so that people can know who Dr. Crosby is. And that's
1: probably one of the toughest things uh, to talk about. Uh, that's always hard to talk about yourself, man. But yeah, I'm uh, Daryl Crosby, Dr. Crosby, man. And, and um, I was I was well. I wasn't born in in Hampton, Virginia, but I was raised in Hampton. That's good. Um, I was born on the west coast. I, I don't remember anything about it, but um, I moved here when I was well. My family moved back here. Well, back for them, first time for me when I was three. But I'm I'm a Hampton guy. You know, I was um, I was I was educated in the Hampton school system. Went on to Hampton University, uh, and like yourself, I was a music education major. Yes, sir. You know, you know, <laughs> and uh, I started teaching. Um, in Norfolk, Norfolk Public Schools. Okay. You know, I always say Norfolk Public Schools professionally raised me. Um, yeah. I, I spent uh, 15, 16 years in Norfolk Public Schools and I uh, had the wonderful opportunity to, uh, I guess I was kind of bitten by the uh, the leadership bug. So in, in the process, you know, I kind of went went back and kind of um, gathered some more educational accolades and, okay. and, you know, degrees and certificates and stuff. And, and I kind of went into... The admin role, uh, at, back in Hampton City Schools, and I served as an assistant principal at an elementary school, and then um, had an opportunity to go to a different district and and do some things on the um on the central office level, but at the same time it was it was kind of u- it was a unique experience because not only did I get the central office level, I also got some more um admin uh, from the high school level from the alternative school level from the middle school level so i was able to see uh, a whole lot more yeah. than what i thought i was going to see and then i came back to uh, well this side of the uh, of um, of the area I'm currently serving as a career the regional career specialist at our new horizons regional education centers i know that's a long title but um so i'm in a i'm in a, the cte world the career okay. and technical world yep. education world now and so, yeah, I've been around, man. I'm, I'm, I'm considered an OG in these streets okay. in these education streets. All right, you Listen, know, they call him uh, <laughs>
0: Doctor Crosby, Doctor Cross, yeah, DJ, DJ Cross, Cros- yeah. <laughs> uh, but most importantly, you, you also have a very beautiful family. Thank and, you, and, um, you know, I've, I've actually had. Great conversations with uh, Mr. Dr. Crosby, but also with his wife, Mrs. Dr. Crosby. Yep. <laughs> uh, both of you are music educators. And yeah. So yeah. Um, I know in the beginning of my journey that you two uh, were great sounding boards for me as, as I was moving forward. And I share that because, you know, on each episode, I like to just share how I've got connected with uh, the people that I'm interviewing and mm-hmm. just the, the way that we uh, cross paths and and yeah. really Uh, there was a mentorship program that you you founded and you started that I actually got plugged into. And so uh, can you share more about, you know, your mentorship program? Because I also want to use that as a segue to what we're having a conversation about today.
1: Sure. Yeah. Um, That program was called My Life, My Legacy. And, And the whole premise behind My Life, My Legacy, we wanted to connect with young people, in particular high school students, who just didn't know exactly what they wanted to do after high school. And, and we, we started that program and talking to some young people from our, our old church. You know, we were in a position where we, um, we did a lot of mentoring to the, to the young people. Uh, yeah. in, in particular, I was the, the minister of music at the, at the church, so I was, I was connected to the young people through, through music and through the choirs and that type of thing. We just had a bond. You know, and um, in talking to him one day, talking to a couple of the students, we were like, "All right, y'all, you know what, what's up? Y'all are the seniors now. What y'all gonna do?" And these two particular young young gentlemen, they just kind of gave us a look like, I, "I don't know." Yeah. And then so I'm like, "What do you mean you don't know? You about to <laughs> you about to graduate? <laughs> what What do you mean?" And they threw out, "Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna join the military." And I'm like, "Okay, all right. Well, are you in ROTC now, or yeah. you know what kind of what kind of moves you're making to set yourself up?" And we just realize that they just kind of gave that answer, you know, um, because they didn't have an answer. Mm. And so, you know, to us, to my wife and I, you know, that was kind of scary. Like we don't want our people, well, f- we want them to have a some some sort of focus or some sort of goal after they graduate. We don't want them to just, you know, just join the military. When you're not prepared to join the military or just just this is a, a, like a scapegoat, you yeah. know, all respect to military. You know, I come from a military family but so I, you know i i know the importance of especially around this area but okay let's see what other options we have here yeah and so we decided to put our resources together and um you know we wanted to show the young people the options outside or you know after they graduate um and that happened for us that that happened to be uh higher education mm-hmm. you know college because that's something that we believed in yeah. Uh, that's something that we had the experience in, and so we saw the doors that it opened, the networking opportunities, the career opportunities, those types of things, so we said, hey, you know what, let's share this, you know, we're already connected to them, so let's go ahead and 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 share what we know, because no one else was doing that at that time, yeah. and so my life, my legacy, we started that officially in 2009, and I mean, we had a great time, man. We uh, met some some great students. I, like I said, it was starting with the students that were in our church, but they were telling their friends, mm-hmm. and then people were hearing about it, and you know, people were con- parents were contacting us, hey, how can how can my son or my daughter or my nephew, my niece be a part of your organization? And so we grew, we grew yeah. from there, man. So we would bring in guest speakers, and we would um, do different activities. We'll go on college tours and everything, yeah. just to expose them to, hey. You know, even if college isn't your final answer, here you're, here's what's out there. Here's here, an option. Here's an option. Right, right. Here's an option. So we just wanted to make sure that they were able to make uh, in, informed decisions about what they were going to do after high school.
0: And that's so important. Yeah. That's so important. And I remember having a conversation with a mentor of mine at JMU. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he said, you know, Xavier, what is what do you feel like the purpose of higher education is? And I said— Coming from Hampton, mm-hmm. higher education may not be the option for everyone. Absolutely. But for those that decide to pursue it, mm-hmm. we've got to expose them to mm-hmm. this option. Mm-hmm. And we've got to have support in place mm-hmm. so that when they select that option of going on the higher ed route, that they're able to thrive and Absolutely. not just survive in higher education. Absolutely, And so giving that taste of, you know, what. The possibilities could be. And I remember we went uh, for the trip, we went down to South Carolina. We <laughs> went to uh, Clemson University. Clemson, mm-hmm. uh, and, and it we, rained. Yeah, and, and, man, it <laughs> rained. Did it rain? Yep. yep. Uh, but we went to Clemson. We also went to Winthrop. Winthrop. Uh, Winthrop mm-hmm. University uh, and Johnson, Johnson C. Smith. C. Smith, yep. Yep. I got yep. great memory. Yeah, I got yeah you do. I, I you, got do you do. You um, do. And I look back at it now and it's like, man, I just realized that. You know, even in my pursuit of going, I knew I wanted to go to college, but the only schools that I toured were the three that we went on Mm. in James Madison University. Now, Mm. mind you, Hampton University was in the backyard. sure. So I went to Hampton University, New Hampton University, but never really, like... Outside of that, yeah. I only toured You know what yeah. we saw down in, in South Carolina and, and down at John C. Smith yeah. and JMU. So um, mentorship is important. That's mm-hmm. where I'm getting to this. Mm-hmm. And you, you answered a little bit of what this first question is, but I, I want us to really dig deep into why is mentorship so important? And even kind of as we were leading into this conversation, we're coming out of this post-pandemic. I don't want to say the pandemic is gone, yeah, but I right, do want right. to say as we kind of move into this post-era of COVID-19, mentorship is more important than ever right now mm-hmm. for what students just went through for the past 2 years so can you explain why mentorship is so important why it's needed in the school system
1: yeah um in the school system <laughs> the school system is just one piece mentorship is is needed in life because here's the thing in life this is what I was I was always told by one of one of my best mentors in my life which was my father you know you can either you can make mistakes or you can have mentors hmm. okay in, in your life as you're going through as you're going through life you can learn from mistakes or you can learn from your mentors the mentors are in your life because they've made the mistakes yeah so they're there to prevent you from making the same mistakes to school you from making the same mistakes to um, teach you how to recognize that you are about to make a mistake. Mm-hmm. How do they know? That's where that wisdom comes in. Yeah. How do they know? How do they know? Because they've been there. So now if they can, if I have the knowledge and the wisdom of, and the understanding of life and I can share with you, Xavier, okay, don't do this. When you're going, when you're going through your, um, you know, your music education program, you know, keep your eye out for this. Yeah. Keep your eye out for that. Don't do it like this. I made that mistake. So now, I'm giving you that information so when that situation comes up to you, you recognize it. Mm -hmm. You say, nah, I remember Doc said not to do this, so let me go a different route. And so now you just eliminated, you know, some some obstacles to make your path a lot easier. You know, now on your path, on that path, you're going to encounter some things that may Make make uh make the path a little rough for you, but now it's your obligation to mentor someone else. Yeah, and here's the thing: mentor mentorship. A lot of people feel you know you have to be assigned a mentor, or you have to go through a particular program to you know have a a specific mentor. But you you don't like mentorship has no title. You know it's 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 good to have a relationship with the mentor, but you can watch somebody that you don't know and learn from them. Yeah, You know, they, they you know, they may be going through the process of making a mistake or they, you know, in that, that mistake that they make or that you see, you're like, man, I don't want to do that. So you've learned from them. So in a sense, they're, they're a mentor,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: um, obviously you're going to learn differently from someone you have a relationship with, mm-hmm. but that mentorship piece in education. I mean, we can apply that to, um, you know, to edu- fellow educators or to fellow students. Mm-hmm. You know, as mentors, as educators, our job for uh, for the students is to help them navigate through whatever they're navigating through without making the same mistakes that we made.
0: Yeah. You know. And and I want to I want to ask you this question because not only is mentorship important for students, which you know, this kind of gets to. My question of, you know, what does mentorship look like in the classroom? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also want you to talk about what does mentorship look like for when we are teachers? Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe there's this black male that's out there. Maybe it's a, a you know, first year teacher. Mm-hmm. Listen to the podcast and mm-hmm. listen, I just want to gain more wisdom. How do we give teachers uh, effective mentorship? Throughout yeah. their their time in the classroom, so kind of a twofold question: what is what does mentorship look like in the in the classroom in the school system, and maybe a couple of examples mm-hmm. you may provide? But then, how do we also make sure we're effectively mentoring teachers that are just now getting into the game? So, when someone is coming out of
1: college, going into um, the education space, regardless of what college they they you know graduate from, or what Teacher program they come out of, they're going to have a certain level of confidence,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? You know they they've learned all the pedagogy and the methodologies and and you know they got all the book the book sense, yeah, right. And all is well. They feel equipped <laughs> until that first class steps in. Uh huh. Until these real little people or big people, depending on what level you're, yeah. Homeroom class, the, the homeroom <laughs> <the laughs> home class, or so the first day, you know, even even the, it, during that orientation week when teachers come in, you know, you're setting up your room, you're getting you getting your technology, you're going through the different um, professional developments and everything. Is it's, it's, you're feeling good until the kids actually come in. Mm-hmm. So now a lot of that stuff that that you learn, is out the window. Yeah, you know, because situations come up. Where you know you you just not prepared for this situation. Yeah. But then there comes the 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 seasoned teacher or the teacher that's been in that situation again. I mean before, um, they're able to take that teacher to the side and say, Hey, you know what? Next time, try this out. You mm-hmm. know, we talking about our, our classroom management uh, strategies. Hey, yeah. try this. You know, your class or that particular student. They may not like, or that particular student. I had him last year. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what he likes. You know, so there's a relationship level. Yeah. You know, there's that relationship that the mentor teacher and that new teacher that they need to establish. Mm-hmm. Okay. First of all, that 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 uh, seasoned teacher needs to be open enough to want to reach back and help this new teacher. Mm-hmm. This new teacher needs to be open enough to receive the knowledge that the, that the seasoned teacher, the veteran teacher is trying to get. Like if no one's open, then you got, you, you're not able to build a relationship. And so this, 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 this rookie teacher, this new teacher doesn't grow. Yeah. So this rookie teacher keep, keeps making those mistakes. Yeah. Okay. But if we're open uh, to the conversations, to the, the, the tutelage, to, to the mentorship, then they both can learn. Yeah. You know, so, so, Regardless if you're talking about between a teacher to a teacher or a teacher to a student, there's a level of, of relationship that has to be established. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't do anything without without relationships. I, I don't care who you are. I don't care what you do. Uh, when it comes to people,
0: mm-hmm.
1: in order to move forward and to progress, you have to have some sort of relationship. And so that's what mentorship is. Um uh effective mentorship i should say effective mentorship starts with some sort of uh a relationship yeah okay now to the the second repeat your second uh your second question
0: yeah and and so that that gets on the the teacher portion i really i want what are some examples maybe that we can provide uh some of the people that are listening about what mentorship looks like in the school system um maybe for that person that's listening saying you know, uh, we've got a program, but, you know, I've got a vision for something else But may need just some different ideas. What does what mentorship look like in the school system for the student, for the teacher-to-student relationship? For the, for
1: the teacher-to-student relationship. Um, again, everything being based off of relationship, um, relationships, um, It's so many different areas that we can go into, man. You know, when you're talking about mentorship, just – outside of the classroom. Now, in the classroom, you're going to have your curriculum that you're accountable for, mm-hmm. you know, that, that has to happen. You yeah. know, that's what the, the the kids go to school for. That's what you're there to do to teach the, uh, to teach the curriculum. But on the outside of things, um, that's, that's really where it is, that mentorship piece. Mm-hmm. I had a great, in my career, I had, I had great relationships and I was, I was able to be that mentor, whether I wanted to or not, I was able to be that mentor for a lot of my students because I was willing to do things outside of the classroom.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: um, I had an advantage. um, And as you will see, (laughs) um, I had an advantage because I taught every student in the, in the school, you know, as opposed to having 20 or 25 students. Yeah. I taught, I taught the whole school, you know um, but it was nothing for those students to see me at their, football games their basketball games you know at some at their dance recitals or Mm -hmm. whatever the case outside of the classroom yeah you know that's what good mentorship looks like because when your students see that Mm -hmm. they know oh man mr crosby uh or or dr crosby man he is it's different because he saw me score that touchdown yeah you know he's more than just my teacher you know he he he's someone that that really cares about me, you know. In their own way, they're processing this that I was willing to go out and support them in other ways, um, so that now when they come back to the classroom, that our our relationship gap is a lot is a lot tighter. Yeah, you know they feel more comfortable with me. You know they feel more comfortable with with uh, just opening up to me. Yeah. You know, um, listening is a part of of that mentorship piece, like. You have to be a good listener in order to be a good mentor, Mm -hmm. you know, um, because that's going to build that level of trust. Mm -hmm. So that communication, trust, um, that helps with the relationship. Yeah. You know, go ahead.
0: I mean, because I want to make sure we don't miss that point. I think you hit on something that I think is important for people to really take a moment to assess themselves in their own line of work, whether you are a teacher, like you said, or you're just a community member, whatever Mm -hmm. the case may be. The relationships you develop in the four walls of mm-hmm. the building, of the school building, of the classroom, whatever, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. What you do outside of that is mm-hmm. now supplemental and helps enhance what you do in the classroom. Absolutely. I remember a time, I mean, I had a, um, she was a first grade teacher. I had female, so, you know, mm-hmm. just. Different, different dynamic of what we're talking about here. But I had something going on at church. I said, man, you know, I've got this, uh, you know, we're having this um, cantata mm-hmm. at Christmas time. And she came to the cantata mm-hmm. that I was performing in. I didn't have no, you know, main part. Mm-hmm. I'm just part of the little choir in the mm-hmm. background, had a dancing part, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was the fact that she came. That she came. And then the impact that it then had when I went to school next mm-hmm. Monday, mm-hmm. when I was like, man, you did a great job. Like, mm-hmm. to see that you care Absolutely. in the classroom yep. and outside the classroom yep. is a thing that's important. So I just wanted to make sure that that point, that point mm-hmm. there got sent home. Yep. Like, if we're going to talk about mentorship matters, yes, it matters in the classroom, mm-hmm. but it also matters outside of the classroom. Yeah. And when I look at, you know, these these young black men, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't even watch news anymore because a lot of my mm-hmm. generation, we are literally killing ourselves, mm-hmm. right? And so a lot of the challenges that we're facing is stuff that's happening outside of the classroom. Yeah. And it's because we don't have anyone there reinforcing or just supporting what happens outside of that seven to four, mm-hmm. eight to three, whatever mm-hmm. the case may be, time, for, mm-hmm. Uh, time frame. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and, and that goes back to I, I mentioned for me, and I I have several mentors. Some I haven't met, <laughs> some of right. I had a great close relationship. Like I mentioned, my father, um, and those relationships, uh, or that relationship that I had with my father, took me away from being one of the young men that you that you're mentioning. Yeah, you know, uh, growing up in the streets, doing doing things that's you know not productive, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's for my family, whether it's for the community, you know, and we see that so often, but a lot of those stories you'll hear the under the underlying message, they didn't have a father figure, mm-hmm. they didn't have a mentor, they yeah. didn't have that unk, you know what I mean, they didn't have that OG around them that's leading them in the right direction. now, they might have had a Male around the house, mm-hmm. that male might not have been a positive role model, yeah, they might not have been a positive mentor, mm-hmm. you know, um I talked about mistakes and mentorships that 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 particular male might have showed them what the mistakes look like, but in a different way, hey, make the mistake with me, mm-hmm. you know come come, come slide with me, yeah, come, come do this dirt with me, you know, and a lot of them that you see on the television and you hear about. A lot of them were in that situation mm-hmm. where they had a mentor, but it wasn't a positive mentor. Yeah, you know, and, and and I think I think that that's key. You know, as as young black men, you know, what they say if 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 we're not loved, the streets will love you. Mm-hmm. You know, if someone doesn't reach out and show love in some way, you know, it doesn't have to be you know spending all this money on you or spending a whole lot of time. Um, but something, some sort of interest, some something that says, "Man, I believe in you,
0: man." Yeah. And and my generation, you know, we're we're in the copycat, uh, you know, phase, right? Yeah. Uh, but I heard something from uh, a guy that I follow. He's a pastor, actually, Pastor uh, Willie Goss. Okay. And he he works in the Newport News school system. Okay. And one of the things that he said was, uh, "It's okay to actually be a copycat as long as you follow." As long as you find the right cat to copy. <laughs> yeah. Facts. And man, he said that. Yeah. And I was like, man, Absolutely. I'm going to have to stick that one. Absolutely. I'm going to have to stick to that one. But it's right. And and I think that is the significance of mentorship. Yeah. That there are there is a generation of young men, and even women as well, but young men specifically, that are playing the copycat role yeah. and just need the right cat to copy. Absolutely. Uh, And so... One more question for you here. You know, I, I don't want to get too deep in time because, you know, I, we There's can talk layers. about this Absolutely. There's uh, layers for to years, yeah. uh, <laughs> really, literally years, years. about this. Um, <laughs> but to that, to that black man, that black male that's listening, to that uh, male PE teacher, mm. that male geometry teacher, whoever's mm. listening right now, and they're saying, you know what, Dr. Crosby, you've inspired me. I really have thought about being a mentor. but I just don't know where to start. What's some advice you'll give that 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 young mm. man that's listening right now? Or potentially older right, male.
1: Right, right, And it's funny you said a PE teacher, man. Uh, big shout out to my man, John Quinterly. Uh, Q, um, when I started teaching, uh, you know, I was teaching, I was teaching music. And the PE teacher at my school ended up being one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. You know, he came in and I immediately looked up to him. Because yeah. I, I saw that he was doing the right thing with his family with 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 the staff in school and you know outside of the the school he got me into coaching and I mean he he saw something in me as well you yep. know so everything I talked about about that you know I believe in you that encouragement he saw that in me whether he wanted to or not
0: mm-hmm.
1: whether, whether he realized it or not um that that uh, that mentorship is so is so important so important to the Dude, can you repeat your question? I, I got in my mind, I got <laughs> off track because I was going one way, but I said, "Nah, let me re- re- wheel it back." Yeah, no. So to, th-
0: to that, <laughs> to that, to that young man yeah. that's listening right now, wh- what advice would you give them in saying, "Hey, this is what you should do"? If you're interested in me being a mentor, okay. whatever the case may be, this is the advice I have for you.
1: Okay, um, find out why you want to be this mentor. You know, you always hear in education, find your why. What's mm-hmm. your why? It's, a, it's the same with mentorship because in a sense you're still teaching. Yeah. You know, you, it's still education, but in a different form. Why are you doing this? Yeah. You know, um, what are, what are the, the, the points? Because when you're mentoring, you're going to rub off on something on mm-hmm. someone. Okay. So what is it about you that needs to rub off on some, someone else? Yeah. You know, what are your strong points? Uh, understand who you are, mm-hmm. you know, um, and that might be a lifelong process because yes. it's, it's, I mean, how many people do you know that, that knows exactly who they are and they can just spit it? It's, 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 it's hard to come acro- across people like that. Yeah. But if you have some sort of idea of, of the type of person you are and the type of person you want to, let's go back to that word legacy. Mm-hmm. You know, what are you leaving behind? Yeah. You know, the impact that you are leaving behind. I always like to say that infinite impact. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm treating this the same way that that the same mentality that I have with my students. I want to leave an infinite impact. I want to leave an infinite impact with someone who's looking up to me, you know, as as a mentor. Mm -hmm. You know, what am I teaching him? Because at the end of the day. They're going to refer to me when when they're in the situation, they're going to refer to me as their mentor. So what kind of decision are they going to make? Are they going to make a decision that, you know, that they learn from me? Is that decision going to be the right decision or is that, go, is, is that decision going to cause turmoil in their lives? Yeah. You know, so what type of reflection do I want to see in my community, you know, in my schools, you know, in the in the in the people that I'm that I'm connecting with? Those are the my those are the things that that I would like for the people who are in that position mm-hmm. to keep in mind as they are mentoring, because yeah. it's, it's a serious thing. Yeah, you know it's again I, I I equate it to being a teacher. You know you don't want to go into the classroom and 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 teach, excuse me, teach the wrong the wrong curriculum. Yeah, you know or teach the wrong ways to do. Like if if you're if you're in math, you don't want to go and teach these students the wrong way to to add. Yeah, you know because that's going to reflect on you. It sure is. You know they're going to remember you. Yeah, you know so you want to go in and you want to teach the right things, the things that you have learned, even if you. If you learn something wrong and you knew it was wrong, okay, how can you fix that? How can you translate it to the person that you're mentoring so that they won't have to go through that? Yeah. You know, so that they will make more informed decisions about their lives moving forward.
0: And, you know, you you kind of hinted at the last question that <laughs> I have for you. Uh, and, and the same question I ask on every episode uh, so far is rooted in what we talk about in education. Mm-hmm. What is your why? Uh, mm-hmm. And as I have mm-hmm. matriculated throughout my time in the music education degree, mm-hmm. time and time again, I've always heard, just remember your why. Remember, remember your, your why, why, man. Why you and, do this? And and you, if you know your why, you understand or you then can grapple with the what, the when, mm-hmm. the where, the how. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for those that are listening, what is Dr. Crosby's mm-hmm. why? And again, I, I
1: pointed back to that word legacy. That that word legacy is so big for me. Yeah. That word legacy, man. You know what am I believe what what am I leaving behind? Whether it's in my classroom, whether it's with my daughters, my family, anybody that I come in contact with, man. What am I leaving? What is the impact that I'm leaving with them? Mm-hmm. You know. And, and I look at it from from a selfish standpoint. And I've said this before, man. Like. You know, at the end of the day, when we're talking about young men and my role in some of the, some of the young men's lives that I've been able to connect with, you know, I want them to in a sense pattern their thought processes mm-hmm. pattern their uh, their their steps in a way where and, and I hate thinking about this as Avery, I really do, but this is the reality of it if one of these young men that I've mentored Wants to date and marry one of my daughters. Mm-hmm. Going back to my legacy, mm-hmm. what have I done? What has this young man seen, heard, learned from me? That's going to allow my legacy to continue, yeah, the way it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. Because at the end, like, like I said, I hate talking about this, yeah. man. I hate it, <laughs> but it's the it's the reality. <laughs> um, you know, that's that's possible. It is. It that's is. possible. So I want these young people to see something. that, You know, you talk about my why. I want them to see something in me to say, you know, I want to be like Doc, man.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I, I I love how he does this mm-hmm. for his family. I love how, I love how he does this for his community. I want to be like that. Yeah. Not saying be me. Yeah. You know, put your own flavor on it. Put yep. your own spin to it. But I want to. I want to. I want to leave. I want to leave something positive for the next person.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I gotta pass that torch to somebody. Yeah, I got to pass that torch to uh, a young man at some point. I don't have any sons. Yeah, You know what I mean? Uh, any biological sons. So the people that I'm connecting with, I would treat them the, exactly like I would treat my sons. I would teach them what I would teach my son. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, they're going to have to take care of me. Yeah. They're going to have to take care of my wife. They're going to have to take care of my daughters. They're going to have to take care of my family. Mm-hmm. You know, So I want them to be motivated by something that I've done. Yeah. You know.
0: So man. that that that's that's my wild man. You hit man. that one home right there. Yeah, he that's said, my why, I man. want these people to when they come up to me in the minute, Doctor Crosby. Yeah, uh, I take your daughter to the to the high school prom. It's been long.
1: <laughs> no, man. Oh my God, man! I hate it's thinking about it, man. But it's it's real. Right. Listen, <laughs> listen, it,
0: it, listen, I, man. You funny, Doctor. You, you funny. Uh, you know. For those listening, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast, but for those that are listening, they said, man, Dr. Crosby said something that I'd love to just really maybe dive a little deeper into a one-on-one conversation. How can people get in touch with you um, so they can potentially reach out and have a conversation?
1: Sure. Well, if, you know, social media is so big nowadays, I'm I'm active. Uh, If you're on Facebook, Daryl L Crosby, D-A-R-Y-L. Don't be like Chick fil A out there and these other fast food <laughs> restaurants be jacking my name up. D A R Y L L dot Crosby. <laughs> you can follow me there. If you're on Instagram, uh, it's Daryl Cros, D A R Y L C R O S. Uh, that's me on Instagram um, as well as Twitter. Hey, if you want to shoot me an email, do Crosby 78 at gmail.com. So, yeah, those basic
0: ways, to, uh, without giving
1: out the number, basic ways you can find me.
0: Perfect. Well, <laughs> uh, Dr. Crosby, I really appreciate you for joining us on the podcast today. Listen to those that are listening uh mentorship is important and this is the reason why i knew dr crosby was the right person to bring on the podcast and talk about it to those that are listening you're saying listen i don't know what my place is in education let me speak life into you right now your students need you that young black man needs you that 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 young black woman that white young man whoever the case may be whoever's in that classroom they need you and they need your mentorship so go forth plant seeds and make a difference in the world. Thanks so much for joining us on the podcast today. We're just bringing black males to the mic and we're creating solutions that are going to make a difference in the lives of the students in the classroom. Share this podcast with somebody. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next time and continue to redefine education.